What's up? Hey. I can't believe it. How long has it been? Like 10 years. This is crazy. It's amazing. It's just mind fucking blown. What's also amazing is that we've seen each other several times <laughs> and just did not record. Somebody asked me, they're like, did you guys record when you're together? I'm like, honestly, we rarely do because we're just hanging out. Yeah, we just have a good time. And then we were like, oh, shit, we should have done something. Yeah. Podcast. I mean, we did that little like video that I posted on Instagram. It probably got the like- game. Yeah, it probably got like four views. But you like- know what I forgot? Actually, I think we got a decent amount of views. But um, right. you know what I totally forgot? Until today, I was on our Instagram account and I was okay. looking at the feed. I yeah. totally forgot that we saw Pittsburgh Dad. We saw Pittsburgh Dad. Yeah. And, and we yelled out. You yelled. Okay, wait. We gotta we gotta set the scene. So we're standing right where we did the video. It's on like the walkway that walks the whole, like it it's like, sort of like corkscrews. Yeah. It's like a spiral that goes all the way up to the top and all the way down to the bottom. And I was facing down the ramp and you were facing up and I saw him and I said, Oh my God, Sam, that's Pittsburgh dad. And you, I think you were like, really? And I was like, yeah. And so you went, Hey, Pittsburgh dad. And he like stopped dead in his tracks, turned around, gave you the dirtiest look. Yes. <laughs> yes, he really did. Like he was like mad that I yelled out, but you pointed out that he might have been mad that he acknowledged me yelling out. Like he was, you thought he was really trying to go incognito. Yeah. Yeah. And then he turned around because he couldn't help himself. But then I think was maybe immediately mad that he was like, I just outed myself. Yes. I mean, I'm, I definitely, well, then probably he's a douchebag. So, (laughs) or yeah, third option. Um, he was really baffled at the fact that I merely yelled his name and did nothing else to <laughs> yeah, nobody came up and asked for an autograph. I am not. An, I really just like, hey, I did that once to um, those of you from the Philadelphia area. Matt Pellman is on the morning 6ABC News and he usually does like the traffic. Okay. And he's like a super cornball super cool okay like he always comes up like his shtick that he developed is like talking about what day it is meaning like today's national cookie day or <laughs> national margarita day and then he for a long time it's national would, fucking newscasters day. yeah <laughs> for a long time he would try to weave in or comment on whatever the last story is but put it into whatever his traffic report was like if they were like there was a mass shooting and then like all right over to you matt for the traffic he'd be like well it'd be nice if there was a mass shooting on the road here because it's jammed like there's a mass of cars shooting (laughs) right through (laughs) right across the ben franklin bridge today (laughs) um all right great segue but before we begin okay I am Sammy C. And I'm Asia. And this is Sheets. 
Fee. I forgot. Wow. <laughs> the podcast. So out of practice. So long. A lot, a lot has taken place. Yeah. So let's start with, because I think our last episode probably talked about it, the bike race. That's how we haven't done we haven't done one since. No. So there's no update. Did you so let's just talk about okay? Um Asia and her husband came to town. The Mm -hmm. race is on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Asia and her husband Tim came to town on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Got here around noon. Yep. We started drinking right away. Mini golfed on the we almost died in the heat. It was absurd. I so will note the first place we went to go eat, we found out when we got there was a BYOB. So we obviously turned right around and left immediately. Yeah. Um, and then went to a brewery. And I had set the rule that we would stop drinking at five o'clock. Yes. Which we did more or less adhere to. Yeah, except that everybody drank more than me because apparently it took me so long to drink. I don't know, but I didn't get a second beer at my favorite brewery. Well, let's also not forget that. And, and now hindsight, we can see it. Satan is whom I thought was present at dinner, but it was God. We, when we go to my favorite crab place, (laughs) I always order fireball shots. Yeah. I don't even um, want to admit I, this. I'm so sad about it. It is upsetting, it but we need my to heart. be open and honest. It was a horrible thing, but we have okay. to be honest about okay. it. Okay, go ahead. So I wasn't going to do it, but Jeremy ordered us a round of Fireball. And by us, yes. I mean everyone but himself. Yes, Jeremy, the non-drinker, yes. ordered a round of shots for everybody yes. else. Now, at this favorite place of mine... Not only is the customer service great, they always remember us, but the pour of the shots is not legal. It is ridiculous. Three ounces of fireball in each one of those. It was wild. So I drank the first one, but I will admit, I really I didn't want to because I was trying to get my mind right for this race. Not to mention that it was so hot that it was just like we had also sweated out every ounce of fluid when Jeremy forced us to play mini golf on the surface of the sun yeah i'm pretty sure it was 100 or 101 that day yeah and And we we were on like there was absolutely no shade we were like we were like trying to squeeze underneath like the shade of a pole the animals that decorated the course died yeah so hot my necklace melted and they were already dead (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah it was that that's how hot it was it was so hot so we're at dinner and we get the shots. Now, again, Jeremy and I frequent there a decent amount. So they know yeah. us and they know that I will drink Fireball. So then the bartender or waiter or whatever gifted us three additional shots, which, again, the word shot is very misleading because oh. it was really a tumbler. Yeah, 100%. Like, of Fireball. I think there was more. probably, what, five? There had to be almost a whole bottle yes. of Fireball yes. just in the six shots that we were given. Yeah, many ounces. Many. But ounces. I drank that first one, but I was like, I can't yeah. drink it. I am. I could 
I could do it. But I'm like, no, this is the devil tempting me. I yeah. will be good. So I'm a, I am upset to it to well, tell I, you that I was really <laughs> proud of you because you were like dead set. You're like, no, I cannot drink these. Like I'm I'm preparing myself for this ride. Yeah. Yeah. Now I wish I had that mentality every day prior to this race for at least 60 days i wish i had been in that mindset but i chose to only be in that mindset 12 (laughs) hours before the race yeah (laughs) which is absurd um so that being said we didn't drink the shots now right we're not total assholes in that, you know, we were gifted them and we didn't want them to be like, think like, oh, we're not drinking them. So we had to like hide them and stuff. Yes. Like we dumped it in like it was a, a seafood place. So we like dumped one in the bag or like yeah, it, it was just like came in bags. So we dumped like I think we dumped like three of them in my bag. Uh, and it I really think we pained dumped... me. And looking back on it, it is still painful. Yeah, I know. I I feel I like feel horrible about it and i don't even like to drink like that but and then i think we dumped two of them in like a cup an empty cup oh yeah like a soda cup yeah like the so again here i am this is the devil testing me but i said no to the devil and i was very like as good as i felt about dumping it i it was balanced by the fact that i thought i was making a good decision yeah fast forward to the next morning i am like i'm worried i am worried about this right now asia we knew you were gonna you've already ridden 30 miles so like it was definitely going to happen so we start and asia immediately loses me she's going in seconds can we just talk for one second we're like in the car and you're like sweating bullets and i'm like putting makeup on (laughs) is true i am going through it i am going through yeah. it and here you are like trying to look your best for i'm a like good day. i'm gonna do What's my hair and put some yeah. makeup on it was, it was a, a wild scene yeah it was a wild scene so um so yeah we get there we start the race you're off running because you ride at a pace that a normal person who would sign up for a fucking 30 mile ride <laughs> would ride at i'm riding at a pace like i'm on the boardwalk and i'm checking out every shop reading all of the shirts they have on display oh um so you're gone i thought you were right behind me though and then i was like and then i quickly realized that i like left you and i was like fuck which i honestly it was fine but then that dark voice inside of me won and like at, when I was riding by myself, that voice was like, see, should have never done it. See, I called Aww. Jeremy while riding the bike. Now I know I'm not last, but I feel very much last. Yeah. It's tearing me up inside. I was a mess mentally. I called Jeremy and I was like, I'm not going to make it. I was like, meet me at the first rest stop, which is 10 miles in. It's like, meet me at the rest stop. I'm, I can't. I can't do this. I can't do it. It's not in me. And he was like, they were on their way to Atlantic City. <laughs> Luckily, they had stopped for breakfast. Yeah. Um, so I was like, 
I was just so mad that I didn't really want to talk about it. He's like, we can meet you at the first restaurant. I'm like, whatever, whatever. He's like, do you want us to, to meet you? Or And I was like, forget it. And I like hung up the phone. Uh, then divine intervention. And then I think I called him again, or maybe he called me. <laughs> and um, he's like, "We can come get you." And I was like, "No," because then at that point there was a small group of people that I was with, which made me feel a lot better. Yeah. And I was like, "No, you know what? It's fine. I'll make it to the first rest stop. And if I do really want to be done at the first rest stop, I can catch a bus. They always say there's a ride. If you're done at any of the rest stops, they'll take you to the finish line." Yeah. I was like I'll figure it out. I was feeling a little bit better, and hung up. Like he was like, "Okay, I love you," and I was like, "Bye." <laughs> I like was in such a mood, and yeah. um, so then, but then. I'm alone again Mm -hmm. and I feel like I might have a flat tire now maybe thin people I'm not sure can turn their body in such a way while on a bicycle to see the back tire but Mm -hmm. I couldn't see it I mean I have tried by like swinging back and looking through my legs but it's very hard so Uh, I couldn't tell but it felt like it yeah right (laughs) so it felt like it because i have ridden on a flat tire before so like i was like i feel pretty good about it but a couple people passed me one of which i knew (laughs) and nobody said anything so i thought maybe i'm wrong but it just something wasn't right and i was really like i said battling some demons and then jeremy calls and i answer it and he was like i see you and he was on the road. And I was like, thank God, I'm pretty sure I have a flat tire. Ugh. So he pulls over. I get off the bike. Sure enough, completely flat. Yeah. So I then took that as a sign. So he drove me. I was two miles away from the rest stop. I had gone eight miles. We go to the rest stop because they'll fix your bike. So they fixed it. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm not tempting fate. But I, it wasn't that I felt out of breath. It was just really an emotional defeat for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it would have still been tough to complete it. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I could have complete. I think I would have given it up. I could have gone another 10 miles. Maybe, you know, it would have yeah, been worth for, sure. for me. But I couldn't. It was, The damage had been done. And I was like, it is a sign. And that's when I recognized that God showed up the night before and said, just do these shots, Sam. Just, just do just all do of them. these shots just and then drop it. Asia off in some random place in yeah. New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my story. Yeah. Let's hear the more triumphant uh, version uh, of the same race. Well, I I truly thought we would we would finish this this ride together. Um and then like we started and we were in the group and we got out and then the first I don't know 30 feet we were like, "Oh, this isn't bad at all." And I was like, "Just shift." And I shifted and like immediately like took off. And and thought you were behind me. Mm-hmm. And then I realized you weren't. And then I realized I was riding in front of the pack. And I was like, oh, look at me. <laughs> and then I rode mm, 75% of the ride all by myself. So it was funny because okay. I was in a different place than you were on the road. But I was having the same thoughts because I was like, I'm all by myself. Like, I like. Yeah. I knew I wasn't last, but it felt like it because I rode 
that whole time by myself. Yeah. Um, so I did hit a spot. I like, I was definitely cruising. Like I hit the first rest stop at like, I don't know, 39 minutes or something. Yeah. You were really I, killing it all the time. Um, and then like I took off, um, and in between in like in that next 10 mile section, I was like riding and there were all these other riders that were coming flying past me and I was feeling real shitty. And then somebody was like, those are the 65 milers. And I was like, Oh, fuck <laughs> um, but one of them looked at me and was like, you're doing a good job or something like that. And I was like, you too. And she just looked at me like, oh, she didn't think I'd say that back to her. And I'm pretty sure it was because she was like, oh, fat girl on a bike. She's trying. And then I was like, ooh, skinny girl on a bike that's not meant for this ride. Ooh. So, um, yeah. And then I just kept going and I almost dropped out in the last three miles because again, it was like not mini golf, but riding your bike, riding my bike on the surface of the sun. It was so hot. Uh, the last, I don't know if it's the last five miles was really hard, but it's because we like came down and made a left onto some big highway. And then that's what took us into Atlantic city. And it was just (laughs) blacktop and absolutely no shade at all. And I think that blacktop was 120 degrees. Like it was so hot. I will say the first part of the ride was not bad because you're in the shade. You're like, with yeah, the tree. so it's really nice. That's Even what I meant hot, by like, I wasn't, it was nice. a very hot day, but I wasn't feeling any of that, like, you know, the elements sort of yes. thing. I, the first part of the ride was not bad, but yeah, that last part where you're just directly in the sun. Directly. And it was like hard because it was riding on the side of the highway. So it wasn't even like necessarily smooth. Like you had to yeah. like look out for like random like pieces of metal and like roadkill and stuff. Also be noted these roads are not closed. Yeah, no, no. I People can that ride was... on these like cars can ride on these roads. Yeah, that was another thing that I wasn't expecting. So yeah. um the like when the ride started, the roads weren't necessarily closed. Hold on a second. the fuck okay so yeah the road when we first started the roads weren't necessarily closed but like there were so many riders that like we took up the whole road and there really weren't any cars on it anyways and then for the first i don't know 15 miles or something there were police at every single single intersection and i thought oh these roads are like kind of closed but then we hit a part where all of a sudden it was like oh my God, I have to ride on the side of the road with cars like coming up next to me. And I'm not a road rider, like, because it scares me. So I had like a mini panic attack. And then I was like, 
okay, you're either going to stop. And this is right as I was going, going past the Starbucks. <laughs> like I can stop at Starbucks and just quit. Or I'm just going to keep going, but this is fucking terrifying. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was, it was scary. Cause I, yeah, I'm just not a road rider, but, but you did it. I did it. I got over it. Uh, like I said, that last five miles was awful. I did get a little bit of a, like, I got a little bit of a jolt or like, a like adrenaline or something. I want to say it was like six miles from Atlantic city. It was like this, like six mile mark where we had six miles left. So whatever that was 24 miles or something, all of a sudden I could smell the ocean. Like I could smell that salt air. It was like this invisible line and I got real excited, but that only lasted like a block. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, got onto that highway and I was just like, I'm going to fucking quit. This is awful. But then I thought if I quit, I'm just going to be standing there waiting for somebody to pick me up. Yeah. And I went past so many people that in that three miles that were like sitting on the side of the road, like, I was like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, um, but yeah. So then I, I finished. Yeah, you did. It was great. Yeah. It was glorious. I'm very proud of you. Maybe I'll do it next year. Yeah. I'll pick you up. Okay. <laughs> you guys can meet me at the finish line. Yeah. We'll meet you at the finish. Line. I will say you guys were like the first people at the finish line, which was fucking cool. Yeah. So like, that was really exciting. Like I came up, I didn't expect this. I thought I'd have to like look for you. Like, <laughs> but you guys were yeah. right there, which was yeah. super cool. Yeah. So that was, it was a fun day, um, traumatic yeah. a little bit, but I'm over it now. And uh, well, yeah, so that was, that was fun. We, listen, we've, we've been through a lot. So then the very yeah. next weekend we went to Pittsburgh and we went to the baseball games. Yes which was very fun yes uh we had a really good time saw pittsburgh dad obviously we'll have to tag him when you uh when we you post about this episode tag him okay i will just for no reason yeah <laughs> and um and then you just came back from vegas so i would very much i've never been so I'd really what? Like to hear about it. You've never been to Las Vegas. No. That's surprising to me. I feel like that would be a place that you would go. Yeah, but see, like, really, like, Jeremy and I really aren't gamblers. So, right. like, that kind of doesn't interest me. Yeah. Um, And it just seems crazy. So, um, yeah, no, it's just, like, it's never, it's never been on the top of the list i wouldn't yeah. mind going i'm not against going at all yeah. i would totally go um but yeah it's just not top five so this is this is how we ended up in las vegas so carrie and i my best friend carrie um who also went to the baseball game with us um she and i had decided like okay so <laughs> okay back up um carrie and i have been best friends since second grade we've done a million things together when we were in college carrie got a scholarship to study at the sorbonne in pittsburgh in pittsburgh in paris and so she spent a summer in paris and of course i weaseled my way into it because i could fly so then i said 
why don't we, I'm going to come over to Paris and spend time with you. And then why don't we take, why don't we travel all over? So we did that. Um, you know, our parents were like, sure, you could do that. It, I mean, we really, we, I really weaseled my way into this trip. It was great. So I spent a week in Paris with Carrie staying in her dorm room. And then we went like all over Europe. So ever since then, we've never taken like a big trip together since then. Um, but we're always like, oh, let's, let's, we missed our train to Spain when we were there. So we're like, oh, we're going to go to Spain. We're going to go to Spain for our 25th friendship anniversary. We're going to go to Spain for our 30th friendship anniversary. And it's not happened. So this year we hit like, I don't know, 33 years of friendship or something. And, um, we also both turned 40. So we were like, let's do some kind of a trip. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but we originally, we just wanted to go to the beach, but everything that we were like go pricing. Go big or go home. What did you say? Go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. We, but everything we were pricing was like so expensive. So it was like, I want to say it was like mid-July it, or maybe, no, I'm sorry. I guess it was mid, it was mid June. Cause my mom, it's when my mom was visiting that she and I were talking and I was like, I don't know how we're not going to go anywhere. Like it's not, it's not going to work out for us because we can't find anywhere. That's not like thousands upon thousands of dollars. And we hadn't planned well and like well in advance enough to like have saved up. You know what I mean? It just, so we were like going through all these things. And then she said, what about Las Vegas? And I was like, Hmm, I know the rooms are cheap. So then we started looking and then we found, um, we found room, a room at Mandalay Bay for like 60 bucks a night. And Mandalay Bay has quote unquote, one of the best swimming pools in the country, but that's not true. So, um, yeah, so we ended up in Las Vegas. I don't think that Las Vegas is the place for us. Like, we didn't feel like it was the right place for us either. Um, we're not gamblers. We're not yeah. drinkers. Wait, did you go to a show or anything? We didn't go to a show. Oh. Oh, all the shows were dumb or really expensive. Yeah. So it's like. I'm not going to pay $150 just to go to a show to see somebody that I don't give a shit about seeing. How was the food? Well, that was the other thing. It is so fucking expensive. We had one dinner that we, we went to the, we went to Lupo by Wolfgang Puck, which we laughed. Carrie asked the waiter how often Wolfgang Puck how often Wolfgang Puck comes into the restaurant and he was like um never (laughs) (laughs) yeah that makes sense but so that was like our one big meal and that was an expensive meal but it was that was good yeah okay um but like other than that we ate out of like the grab and go quick stop oh yeah like and it was still fifty dollars for a sandwich and like a bag of chips and a drink yeah so stupid expensive it was crazy but let me tell you about just 
our first day. <laughs> so our first day, oh, first of all, traveling was absolutely awful. We left on Sunday. Our first flight was delayed and it was delayed so much that we were like, we're not going to make our connection. So we land in Chicago early. We landed early, even though the flight was delayed. And we're like, yes, we have time. We're going to make our connection. So we get to the gate. It was actually two gates over. So we like didn't even have to go. Yeah. And we're sitting there we're like, yeah, we're going to be in Las Vegas in no time. And then we're sitting there and then we're sitting there and I keep looking and the flight keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And finally they fucking canceled it. So then we had to like run through the airport all the way to a different concourse to get like a hotel and food vouchers. Uh, It was a fucking disaster. And then apparently I screwed up because on my app, it told me to pick a different flight. So I picked a different flight. Then it made me pay for seats. Then the lady was like, well, you rebooked yourself. Bitch, I just did what the fucking app told me to do. It was the worst. Okay. So then we get to, she says, she's like, where do you want to stay? I don't know. I've never been to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. So Carrie says, whatever is close, like whatever's closer. Cause we right. have to be yeah. back now. This was after 10 o'clock at night and our flight the next morning was at six 45 or six o'clock or something, whatever. It was really early. So she puts us in this hotel. She says it's four minutes or it's four miles away. We're like, okay, is it like going to be doable? She's like, yeah, it's fine. So I love that zoom just told you to wrap it up. Yeah. Zoom can eat my dick. Um, this is, this is a decent story anyways, or I think it, whatever. I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) anyways, we get to this hotel in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah, because the airport's not like in the town town. Yes. I mean, it there was a hotel on property, but whatever. Uh <laughs> so we get to this hotel. It does not have a name. It's like such and such by Wyndham, right? Or it's mm-hmm. the Wyndham something. So I think it's gonna be nice. No, it's like a one and a half star hotel that Wyndham has bought and they hope the owners die so that they can knock it down and build another one. Yeah. So we get a key and we go down and we're like at the room and I'm trying to get in. And there's this guy that like, I don't know if he's on our flight. I think he was from our flight. I don't know. He's like trying to talk to us and we're like, ah, and I like go to open the door and it's like thunk. And I'm like, and I pull it shut. Right. So then like, he's still talking and I'm like, shut the fuck up and leave. So finally he walks away. I'm like, I think there's somebody in this room. And she's, and Carrie's like, what are you talking about? I put the key in, pull it out and go like, and I go to open it. It's like sunk. And some guys like, like come stumbling to the door. And I'm like, oh my God, you have got to be fucking kidding me. I love it. I like book it. I like ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Carrie's like, so sorry, so sorry. They gave us your key. Like I'm just running away. Right? <laughs> so I get back to the desk. I'm like, there's someone in this room. So then not the, only that, but they seem to be laying in front of the door. Uh, well, I think the first time I opened the door and then fucked around with it, probably woke him up. And then the second time is when he like stumbled out of bed. They weren't big rooms. Oh, you mean so. the thunk was the the pro the um or whatever. Uh, yeah, the uh, whatever those locks are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank oh, God. Yeah. Thank in my God. mind, it's a dead body in front of the door. <laughs> no, it was like that, whatever that lock thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, so then I go, so anyways, we finally get into our room. Then we have, we don't have our bags. We don't have anything. Yeah. So then we Uber to a Walgreens where we pick up a couple things and then decide to eat from the Walgreens coolers. Of course. Uber yeah. back to the room eat our food by the time we go to bed it's like 12 30 and we have to be up at three. Oh my god so by the time we got to las vegas we were like so how was your room completely delirious uh the room at mandalay bay was beautiful yeah oh yeah. that's cool yeah it's not, I, it is a small joy to have a very nice hotel room yeah it was very nice like it was very large Okay. Um, the beds were comfortable. The bathroom was nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that was great, but listen, so we get to the room and we're like, okay, we got to make this day count, right? We can see the pools from our room. We're like, oh my God, look at those pools. So what we couldn't see was how many fucking people were at the pool. So we finally get ready. We get down there and we walk around for an hour looking for somewhere to put our stuff or for a chair. Yeah. And Mandalay Bay has natural sand. And the way they say it online, it's like the bottom of the pool is sand. No, it's like construction sand that they pour all over the ground and then put chairs in it is so fucking gross i was and there's water everywhere dripping off people and it's just like it was so gross okay and there's this sand that's like smeared everywhere so i'm like having like i was raised by a germaphobe so i'm having my own little germaphobe germaphobe like panic attack can't find anywhere to put our stuff we can't find anywhere to be so then finally Carrie's like, well, I heard there's lockers. Let's go find out about the lockers. So we go in to get a locker. Oh, that's $10. I'm like, I just fucking paid for so like a room. I paid for everything here. And you're charging me $10 for a locker. And it was literally, it was like a 12 by 12 locker, 12 by 12 by 12 by 12. Like there was, there was no space for anything, but I paid for it. So then, <laughs> well, because I imagine in theory, if you're putting stuff in a locker, why wouldn't you just put it in your room? What's the difference? If well, you're like, staying at the hotel, I mean. They're probably charging for people who aren't staying at the hotel. No, that's for everybody. And you can't come in. You can't You can't be there if you aren't. You can't be there if you're not staying because of COVID or something. Oh. But I still, I guess I don't get what's the difference between putting something in a locker. Is it like outside? The, are the lockers outside? Yeah, they were by the pool. Okay. But like, you know, I had my phone and my credit card and like 
shoes and the clothes I wore down to the pool. So it was like, I mean, it was just a little dress or whatever, but still there was nowhere to put that. Yeah. Cause we couldn't find a fucking chair that didn't cost a hundred dollars just to sit down on. You had to pay money to sit in certain chairs. Yeah. They have like paid chairs. (sighs) They have cabanas. They really nickel and dime you in Vegas. Yes. That was the whole point that I'm getting to is they nickel and dime you for everything. But yeah. So long story short, we finally find Finally find a pool and we're like, okay, this is our pool. Like this is more, this is more like it. It was a little quieter. It was a little less busy. There still were no chairs. We get into the pool. We swim like from one end almost to the other. And then we turn around. We're like kind of floating around and I'm in the middle of the pool. And I watch this cute little Hispanic lady with all of a sudden this, like it, this look, just this look of horror washes over her face. And then I hear her say, poo-poo. And I'm like, the fuck did I just hear? And then she tells her family, there's poop in the pool. And I'm standing there and I'm watching Carrie swimming towards her. And I'm like, Carrie, no. And I (laughs) wave her over. And I said, that lady just said there's poop in the pool. And we're both like, oh my God. And we go like try, like running for the steps. And all of a sudden the lifeguards are all standing. They're all blowing their whistles and telling people to get the hell out of the pool. And that was like our first two hours in Las Vegas. And it was fucking horrible. So we got real pissed off. We went to the bar, bought a $30 drink each they were this big and they were thirty dollars and for those listeners at home it was basically bigger than her head it was like it was like a starbucks venti okay maybe i'm just saying you describe you illustrated to me what it is yes yes yes, most i would say a hundred percent of our listeners can't see you yeah for sure they can't (laughs) (laughs) anyways so we got drinks we ran into a very drunk couple that wanted us to go to the topless pool. And we were like, uh, we're just going to go to our room. We're fucking up, like done with this shit. And then we went Literally. to our room and we went to bed at four o'clock. Yeah. That's what I would do. We like, were one of the first things when I get somewhere as I love going to sleep <laughs> because I hate traveling. I, hate I mean, it was not what we expected to do, but we, uh, yeah. And then we woke up at four o'clock in the morning. Right starving and thirsty and then we stumbled down to the quick stop yeah well luckily paid, it's vegas so yeah and paid 50 dollars for a sandwich all right we're gonna go to commercial break <laughs> yes wow perfect yeah all right Bye. that was a note from our sponsors <laughs> <laughs> all right i have a, just a few more things to say about las vegas okay okay um, the next day we did get to the pool early. You have to go to the pool. If you want to go to the pool, you have to go there. If it opens at eight o'clock, you have to be in line at like seven 45. It's stupid. Yeah. That sounds annoying. Yeah. Um, we did, however, get very drunk oh, and okay. FaceTime everybody. We FaceTimed everybody Carrie knew from the pool. Okay. 
Yeah, it was like I was like crying at one point. Then we like went back up to the room and like there was it was very like when the pool closed at seven o'clock, we had to like I have a big bruise on the side of my leg. And I think it's because I tried to like jump out of the pool, like pull myself up and jump out of the pool. And I like missed. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were stupid drunk. So that at least was fun. Um, And then finally. If you, whether you're a tattoo person or not, there's a place, there's a tattoo place called. Oh, yeah, where you, you were supposed to get a tattoo. Yeah. There's a tattoo place called Coolsville. They have like five locations and they do $10 tattoos. It's first come, first serve. You just walk in. Um, And it ended up, it was the, on the last day. We decided to do it on the last day. And it was perfect because I walked up to the guy at the hotel and I was like, I need a taxi to get me to a tattoo place. And I said, and I had it up on the map and I said, there's three of them. I don't know which one's better. They're all the same place. It's just different locations. What would be the best place to tell a taxi? So this guy was awesome. He looked and he's like, okay, this one. So he goes and he tells the taxi where we want to go. It ended up being perfect because there was construction on that road. So these people were like, yeah, we haven't had a ton of business because people think we're closed because of construction. So we walked in, we had, we were in and out in 10 minutes. It was the craziest experience. It was so much fun. This guy named Jose gave me a tattoo and it was so fast that when he was done, I said, I didn't even have a chance to take a picture. So then he faked tattooing me. (laughs) It was the best. Um, So Carrie and I got matching tattoos and I'll show you it in a second. Um, But we also, and it's like, I would never have actually done this. Like I would never have planned to do this in Las Vegas. But when we got out of the cab, the tattoo place was to the right and gold and silver pawn, like the pawn stars, place oh, yeah. was on the left so we ended up going there and like I like we both bought jewelry from there like it was hilarious we walked all around um and we just ended up having the best time but so we got ten dollar tattoos and I was la- looking at it today thinking this is not a pretty tattoo but I love it so here let me show you yeah. not that our viewers at home can see but oh and I they have a rule it. They have a rule. You can only get your tattoo, your $10 tattoo from, I want, I think it's like the arm down or the shoulder down or the elbow down or the knee down. Okay. So here it is. So it's like right on your ankle towards the back next to the, the knot, I guess I would call it that bone. Yeah. And it's just a non-filled in heart. Yeah. It's a tiny little heart it's a tiny little black heart like yeah. black outlined heart i think that's cute i actually really like it i was telling tim yeah. earlier, like i really really like it and i don't feel like i don't know i was laughing because like i said oh my mom is gonna disown me for getting a tattoo because she told me that once and then the guy that wasn't tattooing me but the other tattoo guy was like that's what my mom told me too and we yeah. like bumped. so but he was covered yeah, yeah. So I also found out that different this relationship is, with mothers there. But 
different relationship with mothers on display there yours and you know you and the one minor ten dollar tattoo and (laughs) he covered so just just saying i think that really says a lot about your relationship with your respective mothers yeah most definitely well he said that his he was his apprentice he was four months into his apprenticeship and he was at that cut at that point like covered and his mother like said well i fucking hate them but i love you so it's okay okay yeah um i forget what i was gonna say but yeah so that was like vegas in a nutshell i I don't know. Did Carrie? Oh, the same. She had the same thing. Yeah, Carrie, we got the same thing. So, and we got it. So, like, if we put our legs together, like, our tattoos would, like, touch. Yep. We've been best friends for so long. (laughs) Okay. Oh. But it is funny. Oh, it's because you don't have any siblings. I'm like, it's so funny the way that you talk about your best friend. Like, it's just... It's just an, it fascinates me that you the way that you talk about it, like like she's my best friend like a very impactful like that's like saying she's the president of the United States like like as if it should um get some sort of canned large response like yeah. oh oh okay so I it's know funny it's- the way that you but I was like trying to think I was like oh it's because you don't have siblings yeah I don't have siblings so like her family has always been like my family yeah and we've been friends literally since second grade so like we've been through it all together and then like her sister is like my other best friend like her mother is like my other mother it's like one of those kind of things so but so we got little hearts because we ca- we all refer to each other as sisters of the heart. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. This is I anybody listening who knows me is like, wow, Sam, you really and kept you're it really together. holding back. You really kept it together. Let I me appreciate you, it. This has been a real test. Yeah, this- the least sentimental person on the planet and the most sentimental person on the planet. Yeah. Whatever ridiculous um but good for you i uh (laughs) i was talking to a friend of mine um who's pregnant with her second child and she was saying you know we were talking about like childcare is so expensive like people really are making like tough decisions she's like it for us it was we can either have a second child or we can get a shore house like it's that financially you know big um to have a child versus being able to buy a shore house so um i said well really what the decision is is that your one child could be normal or you buy a shore house those are the actual options and she, this friend of mine is an only child and her husband is also an only child so she said yes we both yeah. agree yeah it, we would rather that she have a sibling you know that's really very important to them um so yeah i can understand yeah because yeah. you it's you end weird, up being very strange yeah it's a weird experience to 
kind of realize that you just have yourself to rely on. I don't know. I like, I'm yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I have, you know, I was, my dad lives with me, but like I was raised by my mom my, as a single, like she was a single mother. I don't really have anybody to like, there's no, there's no one else to help me with yeah, my yeah, kids. Yeah. Like, and I realized there's no one else that I could share. Like a, no one else had a similar experience with my parents. Whereas like you and your sister could be like, Oh my God. Like the way we were brought up or like, remember right, that time how fucked up it have was. Some, this one thing in common. We can yeah. be very different, but we have a shared experience. Not even yes. one thing in common. It is a shared experience, yeah. which is what really binds people together. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's weird to think like I could never truly put into words like the experience that I had as a child, but like other people and and nobody maybe can but at the same time if you have siblings even though there might be a different slightly different perspective like it's still closer than you could ever describe it yeah so i understand look listen i don't want kids right i would definitely go for the shore house but i understand why they didn't (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah so right exactly like i get it no judgment actually no judgment either way yeah um but but yeah it was just funny like yeah honestly how about this whole time i thought that tim was i know tim had gone outside to do something and i this whole time i thought he was like slamming something like over and over and over again i was thinking he was putting the bike hitch on and I'm thinking, and here's me thinking like, oh my God, like he must be having a really hard time. I keep hearing this slam, slam, slam. Yeah, no, it was fireworks. Oh. <laughs> it was fireworks. And I guess if I would have had the window blind up, I would have been able to see them, but oh well. So how about you? Did you do any open mic nights? No, I didn't do the most recent one. Why? Um, because because Jeremy got COVID. What? <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Yeah, so I thought it was like I felt fine, but I thought it would be irresponsible if yeah. I went. Yeah. And um knowing that he was and so it was probable that I had it. Um so I I didn't go oh was he okay i mean he was sick not like you know done for it was just it was more like a cold but very tired like he was congested Mm -hmm. and very tired but Mm. i mean he's fine now but but yeah i didn't do it because i was like genuinely i was like i think it would be very irresponsible for me to do it yeah i mean technically i guess you're still supposed to like stay home if Right. Or stay away if, if you've been in contact with someone so that's it. what i did um and he but he had found out the day i was supposed to do it oh like, that test so like up until he was positive um i was planning to do it yeah <laughs> but so I'll, I'll do one next month or i can find another one you know and just do it not the one i always go to so isn't there one I'm mid not. mid-month that you always think talking about there's this? one like every um every other monday and like okay yeah. so there, there's plenty of options i just have to like add it to my 
yeah so um so yeah it's um yeah i gotta get back out there i gotta get in front of it um but yeah that's yeah no other updates on that you want to come to pittsburgh mid september uh do you know jesse kirsten person nope. oh my god i'll send you some of her stuff she's so so funny she's like so wildly she's so inappropriate <clears throat> in fact i was like watching her instagram today or yep yeah today i guess yep today yesterday or today and i was also um like showing a video on a zoom meeting you know multitasking and it's jesse uh, j-e-s-s-i-e-k-i-r-s-o-n i think that's how you spell jesse but she's so funny but i i thought for a second that my microphone was on and she was telling a joke about using a jackhammer as a vibrator <laughs> and i was like fuck thank god it was actually off i was just thinking it was funny i told you we were cutting the dog's nails yeah tonight yeah and like so jeremy clips them and then i file them down with one of those electric files okay and we just replaced the batteries and i was like this thing vibrates <laughs> a lot <laughs> um and i just thought like desperate times like i wonder I the abrasive the, the abrasive piece off well, I mean, depending on what you're into, I sure, sandpaper sure. might be something you enjoy. But yeah, I was I meant simply just the vibration of the thing, like not even the filing part. Um, but certainly that would add something to or it. Detract. It just depends. You could. Uh, they should. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good idea? Like a dog, like the nail file, but it like sort of, you know, sometimes when people get sex toys delivered, they have a different packaging. Yes. So rather than have the illusion that it's something else, it could actually be something else. In this case, a dog file. You mean like there's an attachment. <laughs> that then trans you know then it makes it your dildo or vibrator well, that doesn't sound hygienic why what's the difference for the dog or for you for you who knows what's in the dog's paws you gotta really clean that you shit. Clean it. you would clean i mean okay I, okay um or you know <laughs> like taking those... off the piece that touches the dog okay and replacing it with i just no no i don't want a multi-tool like that or you know like the back in the day and i think they're still around those catalogs that had neck massagers yes yes and it was like this gigantic like thing down this chick's like back (laughs) you're like that is shaped like a penis yeah the um sex in the city does a good episode about like the fact that these neck massagers are really what women are using as well i've seen the hitachi wand yeah episode so is it that is that is that it it's the episode so miranda already has the baby and samantha's 
vibrator broke she bought a yes. new one and she like, takes it back and she's like my vibrator's broken and right like, that's a neck massager she's yeah. like this is a vibrator yeah. yes yeah and then like she tells some other woman in the store like that's the one you want not yeah. <laughs> um but so like samantha had it was really hard for her to get this one hair appointment like it took years to get it she was super pumped for it but miranda was going through it because she had a new baby yeah samantha <laughs> as a wonderful character that she is shows up as miranda's at her lowest with a crying baby and says take the hair appointment you are me yes i will watch the child she's like oh my god great i she had just actually miranda had just gotten from a neighbor this like bouncy chair kind yeah. of thing and he really liked it and he finally stopped crying and Miranda's like oh my god thank you as long as you leave him in that chair he should be fine so Miranda leaves Samantha's watching the baby the chair breaks and Miranda's like Fuck. oh yes I remember that so then she takes out her vibrator and the so Samantha, Miranda gets home and the baby's fine and she feels great and she's looking and the baby's not crying but the vibrator is next to him and he's yeah. loving it yeah and miranda looks at samantha and says that better be brand new. yeah <laughs> it is a great episode it was the hitachi wand magic okay. wand from sharper image i will yeah, never sharper forget image, that in my I knew entire it was like life it was like as seen on tv type yes <laughs> yes sharper image you are right that was um, definitely i think, I think one of the best episodes because to me, it highlighted like like Samantha genuinely is a good person, albeit occasionally begrudgingly, but she is yeah. a good person. Like the things that she has done as a friend, um, yeah. I, I think I, I just really identified with that. And I Miranda was probably my favorite because I think I more closely identified with her personality than anyone else. Hmm. Carrie was the worst. <laughs> Samantha was the one that I was like, if if I'm gonna be any of these, it's her. Yeah, I I I was Miranda. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Except mm -hmm. I did get the abortion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> funny. Uh, so good. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. If you didn't watch the show, that probably doesn't make any sense, but it makes sense if you watch the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Wow. I feel like we covered a lot. Yeah, this was a fun episode because it's been so yeah. long that we actually had something to talk about. Yeah, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll record the next episode soon. Mm -hmm. You ready to sign up for another bike ride with me? I'm thinking about selling my bike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I've been thinking. Okay. Sounds um, good. I am thinking I don't care about being a cyclist in that fashion. I, okay. I've decided not a goal I need to check off my list. No longer. Yeah. It was like, I was like, I always wanted to do this. I want to do like how I did the broad shoot run, which is 10 miles or something I always wanted to do. And uh, I did it. And I love that I did it. Yeah. But the bike ride definitely was more about just having done it, 
not doing it and okay. not preparing for it. None of these things interest me. Yeah. See, now I'm like, if you ask me to do a, a race or a run, no. Yeah. No, I don't do that. But I can get on a bike and go anywhere. Yeah. Because I'm, I don't know, to me, like on a bike, like you actually get places, whereas like it's so hopeless running because you're never going to get anywhere near as far as you would like any other mode of transportation i totally understand that um because i very much like using a bicycle to get places yeah but to me it is for fun i do not like the idea of getting somewhere just to get there you know what i mean like yeah. that was completing 30 miles or 65 miles to yeah. complete that there was no like obstacle course along the way where right. you're like saving babies and shit like to me it's just <laughs> like i i want to have accomplished something more than just the miles ridden uh i want to go to the store you know yeah whatever so i don't i like riding a bike i don't like riding it uh certainly not competitively but even in a manner like, I d hated riding around the neighborhood. I hated like trying to get a certain amount of mile, you know, like five yeah. miles. Great. I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. And if I had like a path in my neighborhood that was like <laughs> easy to do, no traffic, you know, like I didn't have to do it at the crack of dawn when there weren't any cars. Right. Then it would be different. But even then, I'm happy having just done five miles rather than, you know, trying to work your way up to do 30. Certainly 65 would have been unattainable. Um, it's just I really honestly wasn't interested in spending the time to do. Yeah, no, I get that. And on and like I said, I absolutely as soon as I was done said to you I could never have done that 65 mile ride <laughs> yeah, and maybe you could have. no on a good day on a cool fall day for sure but <laughs> it was so hot that I could not have done that ride now I don't know what it was like um from Philly to Hamilton or wherever it was that we started I don't know what the roads were like mm -hmm. I mean, so like we talked about that first part of that ride was covered and it was like shady and it was yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. but I have no idea. So like, I don't know how I would have felt by the time I got to that first yeah. thing that was like 16 miles in or whatever. And then like, well, it was 30 miles. Then. Yeah. Sorry. It was, yeah. I'm sorry. The first the first one was 16 miles in. And yeah, the first rest stop. But where we in. started. Yes, was 30 miles in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who knows what that 30 miles was going to be like. I, I I should have been fine, except that last five miles was killer. So I never would have made that 65-mile ride. I think it's bananas that they do this ride in July. It was funny. Angie was on the show. She did say, regardless, the day of the race will be the hottest day of the year. She did. It's absolutely right. It was the hottest day that we've had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hot. That's all I can think about it. That whole weekend it was so hot. Like we went to that Mexican restaurant and it was like as hot inside as it was outside. 
It was so hot. Can I also say, so Angie, whom I work with, as you know, if you yeah. listen to all the episodes, um, she didn't do the race with my company uh, this year, but they always have a team. And so when you completed the race, mm-hmm. we walked around the party area and I found my company's team. Yes. Yeah. And they were, of course, all done because they're all like fucking superstars and like... <laughs> ridiculous hey ridiculous athlete there were only like five people sitting there yeah i think that was the team oh oh, okay i got 30 person team or something oh no 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 it's not a big team okay um and uh you know the the head of the team is like you know i introduced you know here's my friend she's to the the 30 miles um and he's like sam you should have done it i thought i'd see you out there like jokingly i was like i attempted it i was like but i got a flat tire and then i called it yeah so you remember he took like a picture i was like do not take a picture of me well so on monday he sends out an email like updating how everybody did and then he attached a link to like google photos oh no scroll through them and sure enough there's the fucking picture of me looking horrible because i did try to ride a bike that day and now it was a link so luckily i would imagine minimal people clicked the link to go through the pictures but people did because at least two people were like oh i saw the picture i was like i don't even want to oh my god my failure is not something i want to talk about at work (laughs) So, which is why you sign up with the work team but you were also in the picture by the way oh dear god <laughs> i was sopping wet yeah. mm-hmm. i was because they gave out like frozen towels at the last rest stop so i rode like that and then i was dumping water on myself and then when we got like when i crossed the finish line they had these big fans that were literally squirting water and i stood in front of one yeah yeah and i was soaking wet so i changed my shirt so it didn't even look like i had attempted the ride except for the fact that i was still wearing bike shorts but otherwise it did look like i was just like hey oh man so nobody knows me right so nobody knows you so you don't have anything to worry about but you know what's really funny about that though so I actually looked at all of the pictures that they uploaded on Facebook. Oh my God. I didn't even look. I'm not in any of them, but everybody that I was riding with is in them. Oh, I imagine if you had saw me, seen me, you would have. Yeah, no, there was none of us, but like I was riding with this guy. We, we like jockeyed back and forth, like the whole time. And like from mile three, like he approached me. I was like looking to see, I had pulled out my phone to see how far we'd gone. And it was three, we were three miles in. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sneak up on you. And I was like, Oh no, I heard you. I I knew you were there. So then we talked, he was a Jim Thorper and he like, there were a thousand of them. Like that was a huge team, huge team. But we like, we would like, he would pass me. Then I would pass him. There's pictures of him. There's pictures of all of the people I was riding with. Yeah. Except me. And what's funny is I know that a guy took a picture of me 
when I crossed the finish line, which just makes me think they looked at it and they went, oh, and they deleted it. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I'm sure that's not what maybe it was blurry. But I did. Okay, so the website hasn't uploaded the pictures yet. Oh, do they upload pictures? Yeah, so they they have them on there for every year, but they don't have. So, um, well, I'll have to to take take a look at the website at some point because I was just looking at the Facebook, like because every you know every time you post, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I at my lowest, there was a camera guy, just the two of us. He's hanging outside of a car. We're going just the two of us, (laughs) and I'm like, please don't take my picture. Like, I'm going to use that picture for that whole, like, I, maybe it's a TikTok. It was like, post a picture of you at your lowest. So I'm like, this is that. This is it. Like, you wouldn't believe what I went through in my brain. So I, but I do kind of want to see the picture <laughs> because I would be very interested. Um, well, I didn't see what either. I actually looked like. Well, you guys took video of me, so I that's good. Yeah, you you have a nice completed shot or you know, shot of the Yeah. But I still looked like I still looked like the fat girl on a bike because I didn't have like actual riding clothes. You really didn't though. It doesn't matter. There were other fat people. I was pretty excited. If you uh look up, I guess it's just like the tag. There oh, is a picture of that unicyclist. Oh yeah, I saw him. Yeah. That that is a real thing, people. 30 miles on a unicycle, a single geared unicycle. Good for you, man. <laughs> Although I was tempted to be like, can I try it? Can I try it? Yeah, because that's pretty amazing. I think it'd be fun. I'd like to try it someday. All right, so this guy, this one guy posted, oh, it's the unicyclist. He had a um a GoPro on his head. Oh, no way. And he posted a video. I will have to pay close attention to this because I imagine I am in it at some point. But you know what? I didn't actually see him till I was at the rest stop with Jeremy and Tim. <laughs> So, unless he shows himself pulling up to the first rest stop. I was going to say, I don't, I didn't see him either. Okay. Well, I will have to take a long look at this guy's video because we're, we definitely have to be in it. Well, maybe we are. I'm looking. Now I'm looking again. I just don't. Yeah, see, I was riding with all these people, but there's no picture of me. (laughs) Which is fine because, and that's funny because we came in, there was, it was three of us that like came into the finish at the same, it was like spaced out. Like it was just, it was like one guy and then me and then another guy. But nope, no pictures. I'm, you know, I'm I'm thankful for that because I really don't. 
really don't need this mug to be smeared all over the internet. This one guy rode with a backpack. Why? Yeah, some people are like riding with their kids in one of those baskets. Behind. Oh. Like people are fucking beasts. It was so hot. It was like, I can't, like, I just saw somebody did a ride last week or this weekend and they, this past weekend and somebody in the ride died. Oh, it's dangerous thing. Yeah, it's so hot. It's dangerous to ride like when it's this hot, but whatever. All right, I quit. I'm not in this. I'm grateful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when they put, I'll, I'll, you know, periodically check the website and see if we can find. There's 300, there's like 400 pictures in this yeah, album yeah, on Facebook. There's quite a bit. All right. Well, with that, people, we, Asia accomplished something. I gave it a shot and discovered. Not I'm proud me. of you. Um, so just remember, people. You can set goals and it's okay if one while you're trying to achieve it, you discover that goal no longer brings you joy. You know what? Just do the shot. That should be our like. And honestly, that is really what we're circling back to. So thank you. Just do the shot. <laughs> I'm Sammy C. And I'm Asia. And this has been Sheets. Wow, uh, podcast. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.